Hello and welcome into episode 68 of the Just Talk Pod with George Arjur. Today we came at you live from Tulum, Mexico. We're recording this podcast here for the next month, maybe more. We'll see. I will do the Lord Digital Nomading, as they like to call it in the industry, where we go around, try to work in different locations. And uh, it's been an experience so far. I've only been here for a day. I started off with a story about that right at the beginning of the podcast and it's like oh man that kind of sucks bad way to start it but it's all right it'll get better from here on out thank you so much for listening uh i hope you enjoyed the story time at the beginning and uh we did talk some hoops very briefly steve nash and we'll be back on monday uh until then enjoy this episode and as always it's been brought to you by the sports on visit it now for the best sports content Hello in and welcome into today's episode of the Just Talk Pod with George Arjur. We're actually live from Tulum, Mexico. Uh, this is where we're going to be doing the podcast for a while. This is where I'm going to be working out of for a while. I don't know how long. It could be a month. It can be two months. It can be more. Um, kind of just hopped on an airplane, got an Airbnb, and decided to work from here because, hey, man, why not? Um, I know there is a global pandemic going on and. You, a lot of people are being extra careful with everything they're doing, and I think that's kind of what I'm trying to do right now is just make sure that I'm being careful and make sure I am staying away from being around too many people. And I'm just working from here. My office is right here. I've got my TV watching all the games as usual right in front of me, and it's a lot of fun. So we're live here. Um, if you listen to the podcast, we record this live on uh, Periscope at Gijarjur, and I retweet onto the Just Talk pod Periscope as well. I'm not going to break down all the basketball games today because we did that on the Just Being Said podcast with me and my brother Sammy a minute ago. But let's get to the gist of what's going on in the world. But first, we're going to start off with a little digital nomad story. Uh, so I decided I'm going to be a digital nomad kind of for a while until I settled down here, probably whether it's in Seattle, Phoenix, wherever it might be. But we're starting off here in Mexico right now as a digital nomad. So, you know, I landed yesterday. First day um, being digital nomad. I'm already set up. I got the mic. I got the TV. I watched the basketball games all night yesterday. So I land in Cancun International Airport, and I'm like, man, all right, cool. Let's go get my car. Rookie mistake number one: U.S. rental insurance doesn't work in Mexico. Now I thought maybe they were lying to me, so I went on Google, and it's true, it doesn't work. So I had to buy the insurance policy for the car that I rented for one whole month. I was like, oh my god, this sucks. Three hundred bucks. Whatever, it's not that much money, but at the end of the day, it's like, man, don't want to really have to give this away this second right away. So I give that away, I'm like, all right, cool. Get in my car, drive, get gas, and uh, get to the gas station, tell him to fill it up uh, halfway. So he fills it up halfway and tells me 400 pesos. So I'm like, oh, 400 pesos, let me go, uh, you know, uh, get some money out of the ATM. So I go to the ATM and I'm like, man, 400 pesos. Seems a lot for half a tank. That's like, what, 20 bucks? So I went and looked at the thing. It says 200 pesos. I'm like, man, it's really 200 pesos. So the guy was like, oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, here, it only charged me 200 pesos. So the point of the story here is don't trust everything people tell you. Make sure you read how much they actually filled up in gas before you just give them the money. So we did that. Get home, order food, settle in, watch the games settled into my Airbnb and I'm about to go to bed. 
And I'm like, man, all right, I'm pretty tired. I had the balcony open the whole night, the balcony door. And so I go to lock the balcony door and the balcony door doesn't lock. And I'm like, man, I'm in the first floor. Uh, people can come in at night. So I kind of jammed the piece of wood so no one can go in or out. I was like, all right, I feel safe. Now they came and fixed it this morning. This has been a disaster so far as a digital now. No, I'm on my first day, as you can tell. So many weird things happening to me. So I go to the grocery store this morning after having my coffee and settling in and getting some work done, doing some blogs for the sportsontap.com. Go visit that, of course. And what happens to me next? You ain't going to believe it. I get to the grocery store. I get my groceries. I take out my card. My debit card is gone and stolen. I am fucking devastated at this point. I'm like, what the fuck? So I used my credit card and ran back to the Airbnb as quick as possible. I get to the Airbnb and my, no card. I open up my bank account, $3,000 charged on my bank account. Credit card stolen. Um, so I can't call the bank. I keep trying. It won't connect my phone in Mexico. It's just as regular phone calls. So I had to actually call my father who went to the bank and called me FaceTime and I talked to the banker. Thankfully, I'm going to get everything back. And um, but I guess the point is don't use your card in Mexico. Go with cash. Hold your cash and make sure that you are fully using cash and not just walking around willy-nilly giving out debit cards that someone stole it and they've got a bunch of electronics. I should get the money back. But at the end of the day, it kind of sucks, right? I mean, I have no debit card now. So they're going to have to send me one in the mail. Thankfully, I took money out of ATM. I have enough cash to last me probably 15 days. I also have other credit cards and stuff, such, but I don't want to use credit cards, as I said, because they can get stolen here in Mexico. So I just didn't want to do that. So that's today's story. And uh, overall, well, the food's good. Uh, the weather's great. I got a pool right behind me, uh, which is great as well. So that's my digital nomad of the story of the day. And I'm going to try to do this on every podcast, just give you like my, you know, while I'm traveling story of the day or something like that. All right. So on to some sports, and today's podcast might just be 10 minutes long. Uh, it's my first day here, Monday. I'll be back with a long, long, long podcast and breaking down a lot of things. I do want to talk about two things. One, that Steve Nash is now the head coach of a Brooklyn Nets. Fantastic news in my opinion, right? Uh, Steve Nash is great. Um, he was a great player. He can tell Kyrie Irving, hey, man, you got one. Uh, no MVPs. I got two. Hey, Durant, you got one MVP, I got two. But they can probably tell him, hey, man, we got three championships combined. You got zero. But he did what did coach. He has some rings from coaching the Warriors. And it's pretty cool because you didn't know his name was part of the um, part of the whole entire head coaching search, the head co coaching experience. So I'm really glad that he's able to get a head coaching job and I hope he does well. But what really pissed me off today was Stephen A. Smith calling it white privilege that uh, Steve Nash got a job as a head coach. And I just want to tell want to tell Stephen A., what are you talking about? This is the third point guard who retired out of an NBA and got a job almost instantly without any assistant coach experience. That would be Derek Fisher, who is African-American, Jason Kidd, who's half black, half white, and now Steve Nash, who is white from Canada. Now, the only difference between all, all three of these guys is, well, not the only difference, but one thing about all three of these guys are New York City organizations are hiring them. The Nets hired Jason Kidd, the Nets now hire Steve Nash, and New York Knicks hired Derek Fisher. So it seems like New York teams 
do this. But Byron Scott was another coach who got a coaching job pretty early on into his thing. But I know a lot of coaches aren't, like Sam Cassell and Patrick Ewing and so on and so forth. But in general, I don't think this is a white privilege thing. I think this is a former player in the NBA thing. I think a lot of play, former players, Ty Lu is about to probably get the head coaching job in Philadelphia. He's a former player and he earned it. He did go through the ranks. He did uh, do everything he needed to do to become a head coach. He didn't get a job right away in a snap of a finger. But in general, it seems like coaches have an easier job. So as a former, I mean, former players have an easier job. So it's a, I don't think this is a thing where it's like, man, former head coach, uh, for, for, uh, former white player. I think it's former player is more likely to get a head coaching job, especially if that player was really high caliber, like in Jason Kidd and Steve Nash, who are known as leaders in their playing day too. So that really helps out a lot as well. Um, those are my thoughts on that. There's some really good series. I'm just going to give me a quick series prediction. Like I said, tomorrow, Monday will be much longer, but I just wanted to make sure I'm, you know, sticking to this schedule for you guys. I said, I'm going to publish a podcast Monday and Thursday, and here's my Thursday podcast. And I know it's uh, honestly, it would be a lot longer if I didn't be going through, like I told you at the beginning of this podcast, a little story about what happened in my digital nomading experience here in Tulum. Uh, my series predictions, I got the Lakers in five. I got the Clippers in six. So the Clippers and the Lakers would play each other in the Western Conference Finals. I still think the Miami Heat don't win this series. I think the Milwaukee Bucks win in seven. And I have the Toronto uh, Raptors defending champions losing in five or four games. I'm going to go with four. So you have Boston, Milwaukee, and on the other end, you got L.A. and L.A. So I'm really excited for that. Lastly, Josh Gordon signed with the Seahawks. We're going to talk about that on tomorrow's Seattle Superpod Part of the That Being Said podcast we do once a week. One of our episodes is all about Seattle sports. And lastly, I just want to make a reminder here. So if you're watching this podcast, this podcast is going a little bit digital, right? We're doing digital nomading. We're going to nomad about sports. We're going to go as, you know, I don't know how long we're going to do this. I might go right back to Seattle at the end of this month. I might stay here. But right now I am going to be in uh, Tulum, Mexico here for one month working on creating content, watching all the games, and uh, really looking forward to doing that. Hopefully, if you know the countries do open up and the borders do open up, I'll go to other places. Right now, the world's kind of at a flux, so if I don't do this now in this next month, I might do it in another month. In general, the world right now is a crazy place, but at least you know us Americans, we can travel to Mexico, but wear a mask, Make sure you're being clean, sanitize yourself, use hand sanitizer, socially distant from people, make sure you're not spreading any viruses to you know the local people here when you come visit their beautiful country. And that's just my spiel today. Thank you for listening. Be blank. Go, hey man, we gotta do a podcast together soon. He says, good work, my guy. I really appreciate you. You definitely gotta do a pod together soon. And thank you all for listening to the Just Talk Pod of George Shore, part of the Sports on Tap Network. Always brought to you by the sportsontap.com and this is Sports Radio Redefined. Oh, thank you.